This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's begin. Hey everyone, this is Stephen James from Project Life Mastery and right now I'm being joined by Steven Summers, the founder of Marketplace Superheroes and Amazon Expert. Steven's been on the channel many times before. We've talked a lot about selling on Amazon, building a successful business and Steven's one of the best in the world to talk to you about this. And so I want to talk to you, Stephen, today about Amazon, and we're going to be talking about a different model than what we've talked about in the past here on Project Life Mastery. So do you mind sharing with people first, what is the current landscape on Amazon? How would you describe that? And what do people need to know uh, if they want to sell on Amazon in this post-pandemic era? Yeah, no problem, Stefan. Well, first of all, it's such an honor to be here with you again. Uh, you've been such a great supporter of, of us, and we really appreciate it. But uh, to answer your question, uh, you know, the pandemic has certainly changed things on Amazon, right? I mean, uh, during the pandemic, we saw double-digit growth on Amazon, uh, and which was unbelievable. It was like 21% growth, I think, that year in 2020, which, you know, has never happened in many years yeah, on the platform. It's crazy. Yeah, and because everyone's was shut down. And so everybody came to Amazon and we're, we're buying there. I was buying stuff there. I'm sure some of you watching today were doing the same thing. And during that time, then in 2021, there was still a lot of growth on the platform. So what actually happened there was just like a surge of growth. And so and now in 2022, where we are, uh, there were certain effects after the pandemic that are kind of been felt in the business as a whole. So for example, uh, freight costs, we actually run a freight company as part of what we do at Marketplace Superheroes and definitely freight rates have increased and certain other costs of doing business have also increased due to the fact, and actually no one knows exactly why, but basically there seems to be a supply demand shortage of containers and stuff like that. So coming around now, it's not like it's doom and gloom because you know at the end of the day, things are still selling all the time. People are bringing up their pricing to, to meet some of those changes. But in Marketplace Superheroes, I mean, we've got now nearly 10,000 students who thousands of them sell on Amazon, mostly private label. And we looked at them, we said, like, what is a model that we can put into place for our students and for people who are not yet students who can come in and add some additional cash flow into their business? If they've never started on Amazon, it's something they can get going with that, you know, not that it's not affected by some of these 
different costs that have increased, but more so it's something they can get started with now uh, because of how the model works. And obviously we're gonna get into the model and all mm -hmm. as we get going today. So we were looking for that model that just could come in, could give some growth for our students, but also be something that really got people in the game, uh, very low risk as well. One of the big things we'll mm -hmm. talk about today. Uh, and yeah. secondly, really very low startup costs when you compare it to say private label. And that really leads us on to now, uh, you know, we brought this into our community. I've done this model for years along with my business partner, Robert. We brought this in at the start of this year and the results we've seen in our community have been unbelievable. And I don't just mean, I mean unbelievable. Like we've had people who had never sold an Amazon before and within a month doing like five grand in sales in their first ever month on Amazon. Obviously they had an Amazon account and they got the yeah. stuff at the stock. So we'll talk a little bit about that, yeah. but it's been amazing. So we're here today to talk to you awesome. to, to share that and, uh, and go from there. Yeah. And I, one, one question that I get all the time, um, and I've gotten this, man, over the last 10 years, really, people always want to know, is it still a good opportunity to sell on Amazon in 2022? Yeah. And you hear that all the time, every single year. That's still, I guess, on people's minds, especially um, now, I think, because, um, you know, there's there's a lot of problems in the world. We might be heading for a recession. And, yeah. it, you know, that's going to affect not just Amazon sellers, but probably all businesses across the yeah. board. So. Um, yeah. What is your just mindset and thoughts just on terms of the opportunity? Because yeah. one thing that I appreciate about talking to you is that you don't just have your experience, but also all your students and all yes. the students. You can see people that are starting right now today, what their experiences, what their results are. And so you kind of have a little bit more information than the average person that yeah. uh, doesn't you know, know much about selling on Amazon. Yeah, uh, for sure. And we, and we ship uh, about uh, 4 million units from China every year. Right with our freight company. So I've I've a lot in that as well. I see a lot yeah. of what's going on. So I would say overall, the opportunity is still really, really, really good. And uh, I think it's actually gonna get a little bit better this year because I think what's gonna happen is that in in many of the business models on Amazon. Uh, it's going to shake out a lot of different people who really weren't treating it like a business. They were treating it like something that can kind of come in, see if I like it. Maybe I'll be successful. Maybe I won't. Like our most successful students uh, on the private label model and on the model we're going to talk about today are the ones who come in and say, "Look, I'm going to build a real business. I know it's going to take me time. I'm going to put in. I'm going to put in money to this thing, but I'm going to grow it." So that's that's the first piece. Second thing is, you know, in our community, our sellers are all doing very very well. They're still experiencing similar growth, not the same explosive growth as during the pandemic, simply because more people are now buying offline than they were online. But we're still seeing in our own brands and our partner brands, we're still very much business as normal and nothing has really changed. I mean, there has been, I mean, I will tell you in 2020, March 20, sorry, May 2020 for most of our clients was just like a ridiculous month just because there was nowhere open, right? And everyone and just everyone was coming on and buying all these things. Not that it's like fallen off a cliff since then, but it's just come back to more normal levels. So I think now we're really back to pre-pandemic levels of just business on Amazon, maybe a little bit elevated, but no major changes. I mean, I hate to disappoint everybody. <laughs> and I would just say the biggest change from a private label standpoint have been those different costs that have, that have definitely changed. Right. But once you were set up correctly, you know, You've got enough room in your in your profit margin, but we're not talking about that today. Uh, yeah. I think, as from a student perspective, we're seeing more success than we've ever seen because we've been doing this now for so long, and people are in the game. They're executing on both private label and this model that we're going to talk about today. 
and they're they're being successful. But but particularly, I would just say in what we're in this wholesale model we're going to get into, uh, we have just seen explosive growth in there simply mm-hmm. because uh, people hadn't done it before, and now they're in, they're making yeah. it happen, and. Uh, yeah, like we've got about 700 students doing this now and every every week now we're getting great successes. That's awesome. So let's talk about that then. Do you mind sharing with people what is this, uh, the Amazon wholesale model? And yeah. yeah, just how would you describe that to someone that doesn't know much about selling on Amazon? Sure. Well, when I started on Amazon, this is how I got into it. And uh, we've done millions of dollars in sales in this model as well as private label. Uh, basically, this model is where we're able to sell already proven products that are already on Amazon, we're able to get in and sell those. And basically what we're doing is we're buying stock from, from domestic suppliers. So let's just talk about the US for now. We're buying from domestic suppliers. Uh, we're buying many different products that they already have in stock. They're already known brands, well-known brands in some cases. And you're able to take those items, you're able to jump on those Amazon listings. So on Amazon, uh, those of you who are already experienced here might know, there's, there's one unique listing of a product on Amazon, only one. There cannot be any more. Therefore, if you've got the same item as another person, the identical item, barcodes, the whole lot, you're basically able to jump on that listing and say, I have one of these available for sale as well. Right. So the wholesale model really involves you or I finding a supplier finding a, and then finding their product range, checking their products to see which ones have good opportunity on Amazon. We buy small quantities of many of their items. We then ship them into Amazon like we would with the with the private label model. Amazon stores them in their warehouse. And here's where it changes. So in private label, you're the only seller, right? You should be the only seller of your product. In this one, there's other people. So what we do is we match the lowest price and Amazon basically rotates sellers in and out of what's called the buy box, which is the buy now button on Amazon. And so as long as we match that price and we're using FBA, you are going to we experience what we call the profit cycle or profit wheel, where the Amazon to switch out sellers every few hours and you pick up sales. And the really great thing about the model is the fact that you're selling pre-existing, pre-proven items. Now, some people, Stefan, get kind of hung up on this thing of, well, there's other people selling the same item. Are we not all just going to run to the bottom and no, no one's going to make money? And I would say that in certain products, that could happen if there's tons of sellers on there. So we tend to look for items where there's maybe four, maybe three, four, five sellers on there. Not Amazon, ideally, although, you know, that we can sell if Amazon are also selling it. Ideally, Amazon are not selling it. And we do very well with those because what we find is that sensible sellers, the ones that stay there longest, are going to maintain a price and share that buy box. And so in a nutshell, that's what we're doing. There's so many benefits to it. Of course, there are drawbacks like in any business model, which we can discuss. But overall, what we've seen is people love it because they're saying, I'm able to get in and place an order with a domestic supplier for maybe $500 to $1,000. Now, the difference here is that you can order many different items from them and you can order like a box quantity. So let's say there was 24 units in a box. Well, on private label, we have to order maybe hundreds from China and do that whole thing, which works. We do it at a massive level. But here we're saying, let me order a box of these and and this and this and this and this that you already have. Uh, I'm going to ship it into Amazon and then I'm going to match the lowest price get access to the buy box, see which ones I pick up the most velocity on. And those ones are going to reorder. And that's basically the business model. Very simple. 
Got it. So <clears throat> with the private label model, typically someone's going to create their own product or their, their own yeah. brand, let's say, on a product, but they're going to work with a manufacturer and they might find them from China and Alibaba and places like that. Right. With this, you're going not to the manufacturer, you're going to the brand, right? And you're In ordering cases, wholesale, yeah. you're ordering wholesale from them, right? At whatever the wholesale cost is. And then you're yeah. selling it on Amazon under their brand, not as yours. You're not trying to create your own brand or anything, right? It's yeah. under their listing, I guess, on Amazon, but you're an alternative seller of that item. Is that right? Yeah, that's a great, thank you for saying that, Stefan, because it's a great point. So typically, uh, sometimes we might order directly from the brand, but in many cases, we order from a wholesale supplier or a distributor okay. as well. And that's a sort of a change. So like, let's say, for example, there's Crayola markers, right? Let's go with that for as an example. So we would see, we would find a supplier who has Crayola markers we might come across and say, well, this looks like a really good opportunity. We use a tool called AMZ Scout, which is a pretty good tool. Gives us a feel for how many units that product is selling. We use it here because we kind of want to see what it looks like. And so if we feel like, yeah, there's, there's plenty of sales, there's not that many other sellers, we go and literally would search like uh, Crayola distributors, uh, California, let's just say, right? Because we want to, we're in California or we want to look at there in California. So we would then go on Google, we'd search that and we would find existing companies who already are stocking that item because big brands typically to get their items out, they use distributors all over the US. And they will, they will sell many different units to all these different people. Their business then is to distribute them out to shops, to resellers like you or me. And they're the people that we're typically going to work with. Now, there's other types of distributors and whatever that we, we teach in the program, which we'll not get into for now. Let's keep it simple mm -hmm. for now. Mm -hmm. That's basically what we're doing most of the time. Uh, just for anyone watching and thinking, well, how would I find like suppliers? A really good example I like to use is you can go to a trade show, for example, like ASD. It's a really big trade show. It's in the US. Or you can go to the ASD website and you can find who's going to be there as a supplier. Who's, who's actually going to have a stand there? And you can literally find all the names, go to their websites and just see what they have in stock. You can open an account with them and you can just see what products they've got. And then we teach you how to go over to Amazon Awesome. Look at them and see how are they doing on Amazon? Is this a good opportunity? And off you go. Awesome. Yeah, so it's kind of a um, like with private labeling, you might look on Amazon first, what's selling, what's profitable. Yeah. And then you go to Alibaba and you try yes. to find a supplier of that. With this, instead, you're working with distributors who have many products across many different brands. And yeah. you're just kind of looking for certain products that you think could be selling well on Amazon. And then you're going to Amazon and doing your research there. Is that right? Yeah, that's definitely, and that's one of the main ways we do it. And there's a second way, again, which we'll show uh, on, on a training to you guys at some point in the future where uh, you actually can look on Amazon as well and go the other way. So there's like two, yeah. two different ways to do it, uh, and both ways work really well. But I really wanted to give you watching today just a feel for what this is going to involve so you can kind of conceptualize it in your mind. And, and that's the thing about business. You know, at the end of the day, it comes down to product traffic and conversion every mm -hmm. business and mm -hmm. Stefan, i've learned so much from you as well in in business especially in the things that you're expert in and and that's what it comes down to the things you taught me as well right mm -hmm. so when we go here it's like product well where do we get it well we can find it from a distributor or we can find it on amazon initially and go back and find a distributor taken care of secondly then we have traffic well, it's beautiful because mm. like you said, like we're just going on to existing listings where people are already going to right now to buy those items. And we're saying, hey, 
we got one of these as well. We get access to that buy box like we talked about earlier on. So traffic is taken care of. It's it. I don't like to use the word instant, but in this case, it, it pretty much is instant because once you're in stock and you get access to that buy box, like that traffic is there. People right. are already buying it and you're placing an order because you're literally seeing how many units that item is selling per month. So you're getting a feel for that. And so the final thing was conversion. Well, we're on Amazon. We're selling to prime buyers and non-prime buyers. They already want to buy the item because they've literally gone into Amazon and said, like Crayola markers, they've then found the Crayola marker they want to buy. They've, they've then said buy. And they don't care who they're buying it from. They just want to get that item. And because you or I are going to partner with Amazon and say, hey, guys, can you ship this stuff for me? We look and feel just like Amazon. So that that's mm, it. Got it. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts, how this compares with private label and specifically, yeah. usually when people are looking at an opportunity, they might be looking at one, how much money you can make from it. So just in terms of, you know, private label, how much the potential of how much you can do versus maybe with this model, um, yeah. the initial startup cost, you know, like what would you say is maybe the minimum and how does that compare to private label? Absolutely. And then, and then maybe just even the logistics, like, you know, the, the ease of the process, how long you know typically it might take for you yeah. to be able to from start to launching a product and having it available for sale on Amazon. So, what are the sure. differences between the two models? I guess in those in those things, so that people can maybe determine, hey, maybe this one's better for me, or maybe this one's yeah. a better fit for me. Hundred percent. Well, I would say the biggest difference is in startup cost, and and mm -hmm. uh, I know I've worked with thousands of people at this point in time. A lot of that thanks to yourself and Tatiana. And I, I will tell you that from my experience is people really focus on that. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Because a lot of startup entrepreneurs, maybe yourself watching today, don't want to put in tens of thousands of dollars straight away. Some are comfortable doing that, but many don't want to. Now, I'm not for one second saying it's tens of thousands to start a private label business because it isn't. Uh, but you will need like, you know, five to ten thousand dollars in a fairly short order to get that business rocking and rolling. With this one, though, you know, you have to, you got to set up a company. So that's something you would do anyway. And you can do that for like 500 bucks or something like that most of the time. Uh, on from there, then really like to, to place an order, as I mentioned with a supplier, it's typically going to be about $500 to $1,000. Now, here's where the next big change, change comes in. Because in private label, you're placing an order for about $3,000-ish for a product. Um, and you're getting one item. And you're getting lots of units of that. You're starting it up on Amazon yourself and all that. And you're it's great. We love it, but it's it's different. Here, it's 500 to to $1,000. We're getting to buy 
depending on the cost prices, it could be five or maybe even 10 items, depending on how much we place an order for and how many units are in a box, et cetera. But it can be for many different products. So that's another change. You have lots of items straight away. Uh, the third big change is when it comes to traffic. So as I mentioned, this is, these are already established items. You, you don't have to do anything. You, you don't have to run advertising to them. You don't have to build up sales history. You literally are just going and saying, I was able to get access to this at a price that worked. I'm selling it at a price where I'm going to get access to that buy box and I'm going to make a profit. I'm going to make the difference. So let's talk about profit then because that's another difference. Typically in private label, uh, we would look for about a 30% of the sales price should be your net profit before tax. In this business model, you're talking about 15 to 20%, uh, 20% at the higher level now, I would say. And now in private label, you could be at 40%, but I'm trying to give you watching today a realistic picture because I think that's really important. So I'm saying like about 15 to 20% of the sales price is going to be your rough profitability here in this wholesale model. So it's not as profitable, but what you lose in like a profit, you make up for in time. And that's a big, big difference. Another one is... Um, you're actually going to domestic suppliers. You're not placing an order with Chinese suppliers and importing. So that really leads into the uh, the lead time. So it would take you about, well, now there's there are some delays due to uh, everything that's been going on. You're talking about 140 days or so to get something into stock that's private label. And this business model, it really does depend, but we've seen people be in stock in less than a week, right? Because you're ordering domestically. And, and they have it in stock. It's just sitting there ready to go. And all you do is you get you get an order from there. We typically use a location before we send it to Amazon just so we can check to make sure that everything that we ordered is correct. Everything's labeled correctly if we needed to label it. All of that just so we don't send something to Amazon and Amazon go, hey, this isn't right. You don't want that. So we do use like a, a, a prep center just to prep everything up. Very inexpensive. And it, and it jumps into Amazon. Overall, you could start this business. I'd be pretty comfortable in saying less than less than three thousand dollars. I reckon you could start this business. Now, you won't have a massive order at that level. It might be one supplier with three to five products, but you'll be up and running. Now, the difference is going to be, Stefan, how fast you start to make sales. Uh, as long as you've got a decent bit of stock, you're not you don't have like two units or something. You know, again, I can't say exactly how many, but you know, maybe ten or twelve units, something like that. Uh, maybe twenty units or something. You get into stock, you're going to get access to that buy box if you followed the rules we talked about early on. So for me, if you have an Amazon account, you can be up and running and making sales in way less than a month. If you don't have an Amazon account, you can be up and running in about, about 40 to 60 days. Uh, you know, all things remaining equal and getting your Amazon account, your company set up and stuff like that. And, and that's just being really, really transparent about the process some people take them a little longer you know maybe amazon give them a bit of difficulty with their account or whatever it happens from time to time but that's usually what i've seen any of our existing clients who already had an amazon account they were making money in sales in less than 30 days that's awesome and is this a uh, something that's suitable for someone as a side hustle people typically with their jobs want to know how much time how much time yeah. should i dedicate every week to this business to kind of get it off the ground within a month or two to um, yes. get it making money. Yeah, I think you you really want to have about eight to twelve hours a week. I would say, you know, just to just to give you a bit of time, uh, because there is a little bit of you know startup work required, like in any business. Uh, where you're going to be investing your time in this business in pri private labels and product research, 
And this one's going to be in supplier research. So that's the slight difference there. And, uh, you know, I'm going to say about eight to 12 hours just to give you the time to go and find those suppliers, find the products they got, and just check them against what's going yeah. on on Amazon and getting them into stock. Uh, that's what I would comfortably say. And if you're listening to today's video thinking, well, I only have an hour a week or something like that, you know, you, you, you got to look at your calendar and just see how, if you can free up some time. Sure. Uh, that's what I would say there. I, I would also mention that in private label, you can do it in kind of less time because you've got more capital. You're putting more capital in and, and that, that's where the change is here. This one, you're going to put a little more time in at the front just to find everything. But once you get set up with a supplier, once you go and find those items that are working for you, you don't have to refine that. You're simply reordering. So it's a front-loaded business, and we put a little bit of time up front. We get paid for that time again and again and again, quite like in private label. The difference here is in the turnaround. And, and I would also mention a really nice one is, uh, and I can't just tell you to do this, I can suggest, but uh, we have certainly seen uh, many of our clients, we do this as well. We can actually place orders with a credit card in this business model. And the reason that's useful, potentially, is because you get some credit on your credit card, right? There's, there's a time where you're going to actually pay that bill. And so you can utilize that in a way uh, to, to run the business, to get yourself started, give yourself some credit. Whereas in a private label model, you don't really have credit. You're paying like 30 to, to 100% of your money up front. So that's another little difference there. A little hack I'll give you just because I think Stefan is great. And I'm going to give it to your, your listeners today. You can use a credit card with, with points on it. You can build up some points. And so uh, Mike, one of our partners here who helps us co-teach this program, uh, Mike actually uses this all the time. And he actually showed me a bunch of pictures of things he's done. Like he gets flights, he gets ho hotels, all that on the points. So loads of stuff. That's awesome. So it's a pretty fairly passive model once you get it up and running, right? You just yeah. said you typically have to reorder it. There's not as much focus on marketing as there would be in a private label business where you have to get, yeah. you know, the traffic and build your brand and, um, you know, even do customer support and everything involved with that. Whereas this sounds like you can get it to a point where once it's up and running, it doesn't require that much time and it could be a yeah. great side hustle for someone. Brilliant side hustle. I would say if you want to, if you're using the phrase side hustle, I would say it's a better side. I, I don't reclassify really private label as a side hustle per se, even though you, you know, a lot of people do it on the side. Uh, I kind of look at it a little bit differently because it do, it's a bit more involved. Like you mentioned, you are building, if it's a brand like in a particular category or like we teach, like building a, a, what we call a house brand, either way, like I, I don't think about it quite the same way. This is a lot more side hustle if that's a phrase <laughs> as you can use just because it's lower startup cost lower risk and stuff like that just to yeah. mention on the risk thing because that look that's this is really important especially where we are right now in, in the world the risk is very low here because we're selling something we absolutely know without any hesitation is simply going to sell right mm -hmm. and that's just something you have to get your your head around to like it is actually going to sell uh you know pretty I can't say guaranteed for every item, but pretty much guaranteed because you're looking at what's going on with a product right now and you're literally seeing how many units it can sell. But where there's the rub is just making certain you can get access to the buy box. But even if, even if, I know sometimes people like to think of the worst case scenario, you know, you just couldn't get access to the buy box at the price point you want. You could slash your price right down, blow it out, move on, you lose no money. So the risk is incredibly low here, which is is great. And as you mentioned, definitely once you're up and running, 
it can be very passive. And on the, and on the ads thing you mentioned, I'm just trying to think of everything you're saying. On the ads thing you mentioned, uh, I, I can show you. Uh, so Mike, our, our partner in this as well, and uh, we brought him in because he's doing seven figures only in this model, no private label. And I was like, let's bring this guy in to teach along with ourselves because he is so good at this. He is such an expert. Not that I'm not. I know like, I make a lot of money doing this, but I wanted to bring someone in as squarely focused on that. You, we'll show you like, he he's doing as much as five five six thousand dollars a day in sales, and his ad cost on Amazon is like less than forty dollars. So there's yeah, well. almost no paid advertising involved, and like you mentioned, no marketing because we're just jumping on the bandwagon of things that are mm -hmm. working. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it sounds like there's you know the risk factor that you mentioned is an important one because it sounds like you have much more certainty when you're doing research of products compared to the private label, because private label, you have to create your own listing and you have to get traffic to that listing versus yeah. with this, you can already see the listing that's already there, already selling, already making money. And if you know, if you can get on that listing, you're also going to make money too. So I think that's a, that's a big piece for um, helping people decide maybe which path they want to go. 100%. Um, yeah. yeah. A few more questions before we wrap up. I know you're doing a, uh, we're going to be doing more of an in-depth training going into this model. So for those of you that are watching or listening and you want to go deeper with us and with Steven, with his uh, model that he has been refining, that's creating a lot of success, success with his students. I'm going to put a link to that upcoming training in the description, or if you go to projectlifemaster.com slash accelerate, you guys can register there and uh, join us for that training. Um, one question I had for you though, Stephen, is, sure. you know, you mentioned you're selling, um, you're, you're finding the wholesalers domestically. How do you help someone determine which Amazon platform they should sell on? You know, if they're yeah. in the U S then the obvious might be the U S but what if they live in Canada or Europe or yeah. other parts of the world? Well, that's a great question. And um, most of the time our students, no matter where they live, start in amazon.com. And the reason for that is, and not always now, I'm just saying most of our students. And the reason for that is that that's where there's the most population. I would say this business model is the most established in that area, although we've done it at a big scale in the UK as well. Uh, but I would say that's where most people start. So if you're here and you're maybe living in the US or Canada, you absolutely can start on Amazon.com. And even if you're in, the, the, in Europe, you can start on Amazon.com because it doesn't matter where you live. That's a really nice thing. On the other hand, if you are in, say, you know, the UK, uh, what John, one of our clients, is doing great, he's doing about a thousand dollars a week now, and he's just got started uh, with this. He's only working with suppliers in the UK at the moment, so there is absolutely opportunity there. There's opportunity in Canada as well to do this at a pretty high level. Also, I have absolutely seen. So those three marketplaces on their own, you can work with domestic suppliers for sure. But I would say the bulk of our students go to com just because it's the biggest and most yeah. established so yeah uh, but there's there is a, literally you could do this in france if you, if you wanted to right you can yeah. take the same principles and you could apply it to, to local distributors uh and, and interestingly you will probably find there's less competition in a lot of those areas because it's not as well established a model but the distributors mm -hmm. are out yeah yeah definitely i think maybe once you start in the us and you have experience then you know when you do research and you look for things in other countries, you have a huge advantage because yeah. of the less competition. And if yeah. you have the experience to, to know what you're doing, then you can do really well in those markets, especially as they grow. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And I would say, Stefan, just to really put a cap on that, that comes out the more where people are living as well, I would say. You know, I, I'm in the UK, say I'm in the UK, I'd like to sell in the UK. Mostly okay. though, dot com, it's a, it's, yeah. it, it, some people never move off dot com. They just stay there because it's just so big.
You got it. So let's talk a little bit about the training that you're going to be doing. Um, what can people expect if they register for it? What are the things that you're going to be covering on that training? Yes. Well, first thing is a lot of value, right? Because I've been doing this a long time and I know with certainty that to the degree we all lead with value, you listening today are going to number one win. But secondly, you're going to get, you're going to get enough value to know whether or not this is for you. So what we do is we cover the six steps behind this business model, literally break down everything we talked about today in a bit more detail. I also have Mike, my partner there as well. So Mike jumps on with me as well. And I bring Mike in to teach you how we do the research and stuff like that. So it's very tactical, very, let's flip open the laptop and go through a lot of stuff, which is really cool. Also, we've got a, a whole business model generator, uh, which I'll show you and I'll, I'll give you access to as well. Where you can model out, you know, how many suppliers, how many products, rough profitability, and you can see monthly, yearly, et cetera, what that business looks like. So we go into big detail on the process. We go into detail on the opportunity. At the end of it, I just guarantee you, you're going to know whether it's for you. And secondly, you're going to know whether or not going forward with ourselves is, is the right move for you. And, and Stefan is a person who I know from years of knowing him now, leads with value. And he always says to me, uh, let me see your training before we put it in front of anybody, just so I can make sure it's it's exactly uh, what what we're looking for. And so I do my best always to make certain that you're not coming to sit and listen to me going on like, oh, buy this thing, buy this thing. It's more, here's how it all works. Here's everything you need to know. And if this is the model for you, I would be honored to work with you. But if not, I'm delighted because we've shown you how it all works. And then if you've determined this isn't for me, I'm delighted that you have maybe wasted some of your months going into something uh, that's not for you. However, we find with this particular training, almost like, I mean, an unbelievable number of people typically get value and typically come in and do great. So I'm excited. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So either way, you'll get value by joining. And um, full disclosure to everyone here is that I'm an affiliate for Steven's program as well. And we've been partners for many, many years. And it's mainly because he's one of the best teachers out there. I've been through many Amazon courses, met many people that teach how to sell on Amazon and been involved in this industry for a long time. And there's very few people like Steven who are honest that genuinely want to help people succeed and add massive value. And I've seen Steven's progression with, as a teacher and as a, a mentor in this space, how you've always made everything better and better and better, and that you built such an amazing community that people love and receive so much value from. So that's why I've decided to partner with Steven on this and to share this with you guys. Also, because I think it's a great opportunity for someone that's looking to get started, wanting to build a business and create that freedom for themselves. So the link again is in the description for you guys, or go to www.projectlifemastery.com slash accelerate. Okay. That will take you to the page to register. And we look forward to seeing you there. So Steven, thank you so much for your time, my man. Um, any last words or comments that you want to share before we wrap up? My, my last word is just thank you for watching this video today. I really appreciate it. Uh, and uh, I look forward to seeing you on the call. And as always to, to Stefan, it's just an honor. So thank you for listening to us today. And I look forward to seeing you on the trainer. Great. Thanks, guys. Register below. If you enjoyed this, give it a thumbs up. Subscribe for more. And we'll see you again in the next video. Take care. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, 
Make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.